and welcome to Literarily Wasted. My name is Talia. And I'm Christy. And we have a special guest joining us tonight. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm the special guest. <laughs> so, so many exciting things to cover. We're going to try and squeeze in a whole bunch of stuff tonight. This is our very, very first live stream ever. Yay! Yay! We're super excited. So, yay, and we have some really awesome people who actually joined us in the store. Say hi, everybody! Hi. Everybody got that? <laughs> so, please bear with us. Like I said, this is our very, very first live stream. So, if we have some hiccups along the way, we're human. We'll figure it out. Roll call. Kim Vogel's here. Krana Lutz hi. is here. Michelle <laughs> Sunshine. Melissa Green. <laughs> Bethany Buchanan. Sean Anderson. Matt Scalisi. Hey, Matt. Oh, my God. Sean <laughs> Anderson. Elba Schwartz. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Michelle oh. Wright. I'm just well good a shout because I'm here. trying to my my comments actually are not pulling up right now. Isn't this exciting? We can finally talk about good omens, at least the first half. There actually is one more introduction that needs to be made in case y'all haven't noticed. Our fourth team member, Lucas, is not on camera. He is behind the scenes running everything for us. Yay! Yay. But he also does not get a microphone because he didn't finish reading in time. It was so close. He was reading like so, right over there. So he doesn't get to talk. <laughs> Whoops. Um, one quick little thing before we get started. Um, yesterday was Adam's birthday. Yay! So I'm going to put you on spot a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't plan this. We didn't plan. You want me to open this live? Yeah, right now. So you have to really act like you love it. <laughs> okay. Like Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Pretend like you love what I got you. Ah, of course I love it. It's Star Trek, the classic episodes. <laughs> if anybody knows me, you know that I love Star Trek. Am I right? I mean, you're sure, yeah. man. Yeah. This okay. is I got my Enterprise shirt. Thank you. Thank you. And it's a book, so, well, you know. I'm, I'm going to read this read while y'all talk about good omens. Okay. <laughs> Episode one. No, not out loud. Not out loud. Okay. So, one other disclaimer, nice. I guess. A little disclaimer. Um, I read this quote a while ago, and it stuck with me. And it said, whenever you hear someone mispronounce a word, don't make fun of them because that means they learned it from reading. And that really stuck with me. And I hope it sticks with you because I'm about to mispronounce so many things <laughs> and people's names in there's this a lot of book. Weird, there's a lot of weird names in this book. So, so be patient. It's going to be all over the place. Don't make fun. Or if you do, just don't type in. We'll never know and it's fine. Um, like I said, this is our very first live stream. We're super excuse excited. Sean Anderson's birthday was Monday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Sean. Sean. <laughs> so just, you know, because this is our first one. We're celebrating a little bit. And this thing is called Literarily Wasted. Oh. Um, I'm just going to, we're just going to have a little toast. But this is going to take me a minute. So, uh, Christy, why don't you <clears throat> talk to us some about this amazing book that we chose to read this month. Yeah, but, let's talk about Good Omens. Yeah. Yeah, so... Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Pronounced it right this time. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're already learning things. Yeah. Um, yeah, we read the first half up to Saturday, and um, what did you guys think? Okay, so so you threw it to me, and now I'm going to just kind of go here because, okay, so I got to speak for 
for Lucas and for all the sort of non-readers out here. And I'm going to say that um, this book is very hard to follow. And I don't know if you agree, commenters, but uh, chime in if you do or if you don't. But this book makes me feel like I have ADD, and I don't <laughs> think that I do. It's like, it's like I'm getting little nuggets of plot, and then it goes off on some random tangent. It's like, oh, and then, and then they did this, and they found out that Adam is not where he's supposed to be. Oh, and did you know that butterflies are... Uh, Flying around, and oh, the grass is green. And you've never you know, heard I had of a, the chaos theory. I had a lollipop one day. That was the butterfly part, right? And um, oh, and, and and moving on to the next plot point. So you see, Bethany says yes. It was so hard to follow. I'm not the only one here. Yeah, there uh, were a lot of tangents. So so, and I I can't. <laughs> Tally's having a real hard time. Just keep talking. With this. <laughs> keep talking about the book. Oh, something's gonna break. Yeah. Probably. My pride. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Okay. So anyway, as I was saying, um, uh, Sasha says tangents are part of the charm, and yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I feel like now that we're at Saturday, now the book is like finally happening. It's like we took a whole half of a book to set up for the book. Is, am, am I right? You're complaining here? a lot. I don't know if I, I know, want to give you this. I know, but I have to. This is. We don't all have to like the book. Give me this. Are you are you saying that you don't like the book? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> give me the drink back. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't like the book because I do. It's just it makes me feel weird. It makes me feel like I, I have ADD, and also like I, there's a lot of humor in the book, but I feel like I'm getting it like 45 minutes too late. Like somebody told a joke, and then like 45 minutes later, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but we've moved on. But does that speak to the book, or does that speak to you? See, that's not. That's why I need you to chime in um, and tell me if I'm the only one. Okay, so I'll admit it did. It took me a minute to get into the book. Um, I struggled a little bit in the very, very beginning and had difficulty kind of following some of the jumps. But. <laughs> Okay, um, but honestly, it does sink into this groove, and then it picks up very, very quickly. And honestly, that momentum is what made it really, really difficult for me to stop once I got to Saturday, because it felt like all of these things started to finally oh happen, and yeah. it was snowballing. My mic's on. You can't hear me? People having a hard time hearing me? Hello? What about now? Oh, God. <laughs> um, and it just started to snowball. And then it gets to Saturday, which is like this culmination. And then, of course, that's when we told you to stop reading. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, so Jay is here watching, watching it Yay. in England at like 1.30 in the morning. Hey, Jay, thanks for staying up. He said he did offer to explain the Britishisms. And I know. I thought I was, I was a little cocky. And I was like, Psh. It's not the Britishisms. I don't need that. Britishisms? British-isms that I'm struggling with, because um, most of them you can tell, like from context. Also, Jay, I would like to know what kind of snacks you got for this 1.30 a.m. live stream, because <laughs> I saw a comment about that, and I'm just curious in the U.K. what kind of <coughs> snacks are available for, you know, Oh, so, so Jordan Crenshaw says, the tangents didn't bother me, but sometimes it was hard to follow which time we were in. So... That, but that makes me think of another issue that I have with this book, and we kind of already talked about this, yeah. is that uh, sometimes it switches point of view in the middle of a chapter. It's like, oh, this chapter's about this person. 
There are Sorry, no, it's not. It's about no this chapters. other person. Well, oh. it's not chapter, but like. But yeah, from paragraph to paragraph, sometimes it feels like it switches perspectives. I did notice that. I think we're used to most books tend to tell, even if they do swap per perspectives, it's like one chapter is from this person's point of view, mm -hmm. and then the next chapter is from another character. And it switched from paragraph to paragraph, and that. But I'm not even talking about, like, within a, a section, is that what we're going to call them? A section? Well, it the would days. be like. It would be like this is no, not even days. Like I'm talking about like a mini section. Oh, it's did like, it do it? You've got like a, a Crowley, Crowley, Crowley section, and then mm -hmm. halfway through it's like anath anathema. Anathema. Oh wait, someone actually commented on this saying, <coughs> uh, "Hi, Philip." Philip said it wasn't until watching the series that I thought about pronouncing oh Ms. Device's name. Oh no, how an do you pronounce Device? Anathema? I always said I thought it was anathema. Anathema. Really? I always thought it was anathema. Anathema. Oh, but yeah. also, I, like I said, don't. Anathema? Yeah. Aha! Anathema? That, that sounds right. The audience has it. It is, is that, anathema. Is that how they say it in the audiobook? In the show? I don't know, but it's a type of word. Oh. oh my gosh, I didn't even think. Well, I don't know. Word. What, what, what's the word? Do you know what it means? No, but I know that Someone Google it. Yeah, someone look it up and tell us. It's like evil. Like, it means it's evil? Okay, so, so for those that didn't hear it, it means device. evil, abhorrent to Got your it. belief system. Thank you. Oh, but she's so likable <laughs> thus far. Ew. Oh, no. And that is why you don't have a microphone. Okay, let's see. Sorry, trying to catch up with people's comments. Am I louder oh, now? yes. So Philip says it reminds him of Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. So we were just talking about this a moment ago before we started when you read the intro, my brain automatically likened it to the intro of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and hearing this very matter-of-fact, distinguished English gentleman narrating this to me. Um, and then I pictured like dolphins floating up into space. But, okay, one person got that reference. Thank you. <laughs> you have a singular wit. What are you laughing at? What? Oh, okay. Have but, we have we derailed already? Uh, yes. Well, tangents. I think it's yeah, appropriate. Yeah. So we're actually. we're we're in the good omens Sean mode Anderson here. He had the same voice for the narrator. Okay. Cool. So so let's talk about. So we, we're complaining about how it's written. You're complaining. About I'm complaining how it's about how it's written. I'm not complaining about how it's written. <laughs> but let's talk about like this the plot so far. I mean, like I said, we get to Saturday, and now I feel like we're actually we're actually like all the pieces are in place. For the book to happen so i'm looking forward i have not read ahead i stopped at saturday this morning when i finished um on wednesday that's that's today it gets very what? confusing once you start talking about days okay um so i I'm, I'm actually like now i feel like after getting through all that i'm like oh i'm actually like looking forward to where this goes i don't know where it's gonna go but but now i'm like you know, I felt like a, a slog to get there. So, I don't know, what, what, do, you, what do you think about the story? You've well, read it before. Well, you said you don't know where it goes, but I think we're kind of headed to the end of the world. Well, <laughs> you know. It kind of tells you that from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pretty clear. The, uh, the Antichrist's name is Adam, and that's how do, my how name. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yes, Adam. Flattered? I don't know. You <laughs> flattered. Uh, you know, I don't have curly hair or curly blonde hair. As it seems, you know, do you have curly hair? Not right now. It's, I got a cut. I just want to double check. Is the video feed coming through okay for everybody? Because I can't see anything on here. Yeah, I got it good. Okay. 
continue um, Adam. Oh, not so Adam. Michelle Sunshine brings up a good, another good point about footnotes. Oh, yeah. Can I just say, <laughs> like, so I'm reading some of these footnotes, and I'm like, those could have just been in the, in the, in the story, in the body of yeah. the text. Like, you didn't need to make me direct my eyesight down it's to the bottom of the, of the page. It's part of the writing style. I know. I find it really humorous, although I will admit I didn't realize that there were footnotes until like a few pages oh, no. in and I'd been like automatically my brain skipped over it. And then like I just my brain didn't register the asterisk, the little mark. And then I would I got to the bottom of the page and there was a footnote like this long and I was like <laughs> Do you ever And I had to like go backwards. Do you ever like, consider oh, no. not reading the footnotes? Do you ever like look no. at it and you're like, because okay, so I just got yelled at. But <laughs> Sometimes I see a footnote and I get lazy. <laughs> I'm like, it's important information. That's why it's notated. Okay. <laughs> well, then put it in the regular book. That's like saying I'm gonna have this delicious plate of food, but I mean, I'm just gonna ignore these bites. So I'm complaining off. a lot, but but for real, I don't hate the book. <laughs> I'm just just saying, if you're watching Neil Gaiman, I don't hate the book. Well, speaking of Neil Gaiman, so this book is written by two authors. Could y'all tell? The difference is Terry Pratchett in this book. It's like heavily Terry Pratchett to me, but I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, kudos to them for being able to blend seamlessly writing. So I mean, we had some some folks. Uh, Chris, I remember you were saying like you could tell, right? You can you can say we'll pick you up maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but like some people can tell. So sorry, I'm, we have a question. We had a question from Mike. Sorry, we missed it about how you didn't know how old. Anathema, is that what we just, yeah, that's, sorry, <laughs> Anathema, how old she is. And I had assumed when they introduced her initially that she's eight and a half years old, right? When, mm. when Adam the Antichrist is initially brought to earth. And then we're talking about it 11 years later. So I assumed that she was 19 and a half, right? That was just me mathing. I don't do math also. But it also was not incredibly specific because like you said, the timeline does in the introduction jump around a bit. Well, I do think that when they introduced her and the <laughs> witch hunter dude, like as kids, like I thought that that was yeah. at the same time as I just when the baby swap yeah. happened. Baby Justin swap. says, I wish that when I joined this live stream, it made a sound like a thousand metallic voices saying hail and then cut off abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> That was the thing in the book, if you read it, <laughs> which I remember. You had to read it. Is it yeah, you had, <laughs> had to be there. Aww. <laughs> Justin's my brother. Whose birthday was also yesterday. His birthday was also yesterday. Because they're twins. Yep. Happy in case you didn't know. Um, so Jay says, footnotes is something Pratchett's known for. It's like an extra tangent on a tangent. And then Kim says, that's too many tangents. And I, <laughs> I agree with you, Kim. So does, so does he... He utilizes the footnotes in all of his books or just some of them? Can someone answer that for me? Because I don't know. I haven't read a lot. All of them. Really? Well, that's helpful and good to know. Okay. Keep that in mind for deciding on what books I'm going to read. So um, none of them. We get it. You don't like footnotes. But, you okay. know, I've read, like, Michael Crichton and somebody who gets, like, ridiculously technical, and he has, like, footnotes on footnotes to explain, like, science. And, and even that bothered me. And I love Jurassic Park and Congo and Sphere and The Great Train Robbery. And all the footnotes on footnotes? They were sub footnotes? I'm just I'm just exaggerating for just, for comedic effect. Okay. 
It was funny. Yes. Ha ha. It's just World Series. <clears throat> so, um, but we, so, and, and I had a hard time. Like, I had to, hello. Um, I had to um, reread some sections of the book. So, so in the beginning, there was this, this whole baby switching scenario. Yeah. And I didn't understand it at first. And maybe I'm just like, you're going to get through this, this book club that I'm, maybe I'm just really thick headed. Um, but uh, I had to go back and find out, okay, like there's, there's the Antichrist and then there's baby A and then there's baby B. Nope. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I mean, yes, but continue. That's not what I was saying no to. What That's were you not. saying no to? That I'm, that I'm thick headed? Because thank you. No, that is also not what I was saying no to. I, what see, were you going to think? What were you thinking that I was going to say? No, you said that you had to go back to that moment to decipher what the swap was. Yeah, that's true. I knew the moment they prefaced it and they were like, try and follow yeah. along. And I knew from that point, I was like, oh my God, it's going to get really complicated. And as soon as they were talking about this name, Baby A, in this room, that's honestly when I really started paying attention because I was like, they're going to try and be sneaky. And I had, I read that part really, really slow so that I could make sure who's going to which room, where is which baby, what is crazy loquacious doing? Yeah. Like, that's not her. Sister Mary. Mary. Yeah. I would have finished. Mary book, non-talkative. I like. You see? You see, Lucas has an excuse. Um, Do you, though? <laughs> Sasha says uh, it'll label babies with the different colors of highlighter to follow. So oh, that's I'm smart. not alone that's here. That's smart. That is smart. <laughs> um, I did not think to do that. I just kind of read it and was like, and then I got, so I thought I got it initially and I was like, oh yeah, I know where baby A went, where baby B went. And then it got really confusing and I was like, wait, that's right. I thought that nothing had gone wrong. So I was like, this, the book should be over by now. So I went back and, and figured out. Did anybody else have a super uncomfortable cringe moment when there's the footnote about what happened to the original, I forget, the baby original B? American baby? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Dorning or... Their baby, and they're like, imagine that, and they're, you know, collecting tropical fish. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this is, here's an exchange that happened in the comments. Jay says, but one boy won awards for his tropical fish. Cheryl says, oh, Jay. That baby didn't win any awards. <laughs> Aww. He's, he's a big bully. He's a big damn bully. Can we get a picture of her book, please? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Send us a picture. Post in the group you got a your picture colored... of your highlighted, your color-coded babies. <laughs> 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 because I want to see that. That was really smart uh, to do Sorry that. And I'm going to try that next time. I'm, my book's just going to be entirely highlighted because <laughs> I have to, I find myself like, it's hard enough for me to stay focused but with this book, like, book. I feel like I'm becoming un more unfocused. Talia is a, a book purist. She doesn't like to mark books. No. As, as is, I'm very upset. I have, like, a little bit of a wrinkle in the seam because I've been carrying it with me everywhere, so it's been getting shoved into bags. So she's got words for all you dog-eared people out there who voted in that poll about... PG-13 <gasps> words. He's right there! There's one here. He's right. <laughs> We're ignoring... You do not exist to me, but you do. Thank you for coming. Um, sorry. Didn't the baby grow into Greasy Johnson? Yes, Sasha. Yeah, it's a tropical yeah. fish bully. I yeah, mean, I, I caught that part fish when they said bully. when they said the thing about baby B. It was like you, and you were wondering what happened to baby B. I was like, I got that. Yeah, I was really I happy they added that, even though he's not a nice kid. No, but at least he's not dead. Yeah. 
Or like, you know. No, Adam, so, oh. see, my mom, Elba, chimed in and said, Adam was baby A, but no, there was there was a baby A and a baby B, and then Adam was the Antichrist. They were, they switched. A is for Antichrist. That's what I didn't get at first. There were, Today on Sesame Street. There were three babies. <laughs> we need like a diagram, like. Wait. Here, baby A, baby B. Keep talking. Um, Hold on. Someone Google if there's a diagram on. Oh, there might be. Find yeah. the baby switching diagram. <clears throat> and so then, then they introduced all these characters, and they, yeah, they had like a list of characters at the beginning, like you were reading a play. Um, but then, I completely forgot all of that. And so you'll have this tiny little section about some random person that does some random thing that seemingly has nothing to do with the rest of the book, and then you're back with the angels. Yep. And you're like. I'm not going to remember that later. Don't worry, they all got their envelopes, so. What? Is that who you're talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> what? Like the, the war correspondent and the guy who created the, the fast food chain and like the, the oh, weight yeah. loss book. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's making sense. And then, and then the guy on the, uh, the oil freighter or whatever, who everywhere he goes, like natural disasters or chemical disasters follow him. <laughs> Yes. She's so. saying you, Adam, you were baby A. Me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Listen to your mother. <laughs> All right. Thanks, yeah, Mom. Yeah, no, and this is correct. So, Greasy greasy Bully was baby A. No. Ba baby B. No, it was baby B. Baby B. Baby B was Greasy Bully. Then who was baby A again? Baby oh, the A boring was, one. Yeah. The boring, the boring normal kid. So, we just, <laughs> the last. Now, actually. The last thing that we read. Baby A. Yes, that's right. Oh God, what an unfortunate name. I'm sorry, unless if your real name is Warlike, it's very unique. <laughs> okay, so we where we left off was. My name's Talia. Uh, if that helps. Newton, Pulsifer, mm -hmm. is uh, is a witch hunter, working for the other witch hunter guy. Who, who seems to be the last witch hunter. Who, who talks in like very British English. But. What could have been like a super funny, nobody like crazy kooky character, he has these very, very real connections. When that whole thing happened, when he was contacted by both yeah. Crowley and Aziraphale, I'm sorry if that's not how you pronounce them, I was like, what? Where is this going? Oh, wait, nowhere, because it's Saturday and I have to stop. But <laughs> it's going somewhere. Right? Yeah. I want to know. I'm really hoping that in the second half, they they talk to how that connection was formed in the first place, on both sides. Well, they said that Crowley and Aziraphale both counted the witch hunters as their their doing, and they were both funding the witch hunters. Like both sides, the good and evil were. So, like the witch hunter is in their both of their employ. That's why they call them. Chrissy's on it's top of it. No, I remember that part. I'm just trying to think of other. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just keeping thinking of like new things that they just like slide in under yeah. the radar. Did anybody else pick up on Elvis? Elvis? So. No. I don't what? Know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You didn't finish reading, so shh. 
<laughs> so I need someone to clarify. I know in the beginning there was something mentioned about Elvis, but then I forgot about it. And then when it came back up later, I was like, ooh, ooh. And I tried to go back and find where that first reference for Elvis was, and I couldn't find it. Please tell me. Yes. Can I, can I just speak? It's yes. It's the bit where um, the lady becomes the war correspondent, and it's talking about like, the new company that she works for. Oh, yeah. Elvis Thank Not you. Thank you. Okay. And then when it came around with famine in the fast food joint. It's a short order like, cook. Says Jay. What? Jay says Elvis is, is a short order cook. Yes. Really? I totally missed that. Do you remember that? Okay. So remember, famine is in the fast food joint and he's saying that um, he's watching the cook and he, something about he's humming and it's contrasting with the music that's yeah, playing in the restaurant and he's like we're gonna get that guy fired and then at the end oh of he the was scene, singing elvis song yes <laughs> okay he's happily singing to himself he's this gray-haired dude it's elvis working in the oh my god joint. i love this book now <laughs> i just okay. need somebody to explain it to me <laughs> we're here for actually that's what they're here for yeah thank, thank you, you. <laughs> <laughs> okay so can we also talk about how um because i had to i just did the math just now um from page 118 to 175 as zero fail is literally just reading a book i loved that to show like to depict his hot chocolate how much time was passing molding. to show the to describe the corruption of the hot cocoa into the sludge that's turning green. I thought that was a really great visual to show how much time is passing while he's like avidly. But we know how much time is passing. It's like a day. We, the chapters are named. <laughs> Days. It's just. Have you ever read so much that your no. hot cocoa turned <laughs> into furry green sludge? No, I have not. Have you, Lucas? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Have you? No. The hot cocoa doesn't ever last long in our house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, I got really attached to these two angels. They they parted ways. He found the Agnes Nutter book, and then just for like almost a hundred pages, because I'm bad at math. <laughs> he's just reading, and that's it. This is important, though. It is very important. He is reading the only book in existence that accurately predicts the future. And, and nicely. Well, nice means exact. Yes, nice and accurate. That's, it's on the cover. That's what that means. Yeah. No, I know. I read the footnote. <laughs> <laughs> At least you read that one. Yeah. <laughs> Here, this one. Uh, who was it? I lost it. Here, Missy says you could try just reading the main story and then reread it with the footnotes once you know the major plot. But then he'd have then to I have to read it twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not do that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I see that look. No, I get that look all the time from Talia. It's just I feel it just bounces off of me now. Is this what my face looks like? It's all good. Yeah. No, it's 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 important. Yes, the thin it's, layer of dust that's uh, built up. He was way. desperately searching for the Agnes's book. I know. I know, I got it. I just was, you know, as as a as as a fan of of concise storytelling. I'm like, I get it. I get that you're reading the book. Now I would like to see something else. Sorry, trying to keep up with. 
Well, if you keep reading, I imagine something else happens. I know, but now I'm already yet, halfway through. We're like halfway through the book now. Well, well, that was the point. This is the halfway discussion. <laughs> he read for like a quarter of the book. You know what? If I found a book that told me everything that was going to happen until the apocalypse and it was true, well, first off, that's terrifying and I don't know that I would actually want to read it. But if I did decide to read it, I would read the whole thing cover to cover. Well, and for Aziraphale, it's even more interesting because he was there for like from the beginning of the book, too. Like He, he, he was there from the beginning of stuff. the world. Well, he gave yeah, them his flaming sword. I mean, he is invested in this whole thing from the get-go. Yeah, but he's also a, a book collector, so you know. We well, had to have something I, to do to pass. I imagine the time. that's his like primary interest. Oh, so this is probably a really good time to talk about Zarafel's collection of infamous Bibles. Oh, she's got some trivia for you here. Yeah, comes. yes, I please. looked up some things. Let's see who who knew this. Who knew this? this I did love those little blurbs though, like yeah. with the inserted like verses yeah, bet, that I applied bet. to him. Oh my gosh, hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so there's actually a popular trope. Well, not popular, but there's a trope that Good Omens uses called the aluminum Christmas tree, where an element that exists or existed in real life, but it's assumed to be fictional by audiences. So, the so these are things that are real that you thought were not real yeah, unless you knew that they were real. The already. infamous Bible. Those are what? most of those are real. Um, what? Yeah, like so. There's two of them that don't actually exist. The except the Charing Cross Bible and bugger all this Bible. But <laughs> the that part was really funny. But the other Bibles do exist. So one of them was the Wicked Bible, which had two really bad mistakes in it. So Good Omens mentioned one of them, which was Thou shalt commit adultery. <laughs> but then the second one is typos matter. Yeah, the second one is and ye said, Behold, the Lord our God hath showed us his glory and his great ass instead of greatness. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> so the printers that printed this, they were like the royal printer and they had a license from like the king or whatever and they were uh, fined really harshly and their printing licenses were revoked and one of them actually died in debtor's prison. And historians think that since there were two that were so obviously bad that they were sabotaged because a different printer probably wanted to have that royal license to be able to print like the big stuff. That's not funny anymore. Well, <laughs> but it's really interesting it's that it's true. <laughs> yeah. My mom actually looked that up, so thank you. Yeah, that's... I'm, so who knew that? I'm kind of bummed that the Bungeroff Bible was not that's a real one. Stacy knew. Yeah. Stacy knows everything. Stacy knows everything. I think I identified with the Bungeroff Bible. When you're just trying to type and get your work done and someone won't. Actually, that's... That's what I feel like reading the book sometimes, though. Like... Oh my gosh, the chattering nuns. Those um, were hard for me to read. <laughs> they just talk so much. I don't even. I don't think I've gotten. Wait, those they... are the very beginning. Yeah, okay. that's the th those that's are the, the ones order. Where the baby the swamp order with happens. the switching babies. Yes. I know that. Oh, and that's coming from me, and I run my mouth a lot, but I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't be a nun. That's the reason why. You could be a chattering nun. Well, yeah, you could be this kind yeah, of nun. You could no, be I said the whole I couldn't. No, you could. You oh, could well. be in the order of the chattering nuns <laughs> no. and just chatter. Uh, oh, and speaking of the chattering nuns, I loved the one scene. I've read this book before like a couple of times, but the one scene that always stuck with me is when they go to the hospital or whatever after like she's turned it into the yes. retreat for like... Yeah like leadership or team building or whatever, <laughs> and they change all of the 
guns, like the paintball guns, into real guns. And yeah, I I like that part. It was really great, and it was the, action. The fact that there was no fatalities too kind of had a nice ring to it. No, I feel like there was there was like there might have been one because he for he forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. He he turned he turned the real guns into paintball guns. But no, then no, no, he that heard was the birthday. No, the, you're thinking of the birthday party. The birthday party. Oh, the water guns. Yes, he turned ah, them all. He turned all the security guards into water pistols. Except, except for one. Yeah, <laughs> they're leaving, and you hear a gunshot, and he's like, "Oh, I'm up he's to like, this one." <laughs> I know I'm the good angel, but whoops. <laughs> no, and honestly, when they are when they're at their leadership training, um, and when Crowley turned them all into real guns, I kind of it was a moment of shock for me because I think. They did such a good job of immediately making Crowley super like likable, and you're like, oh, okay, he's a demon, but oh, he's just like cheeky and fun, and yeah. he's a normal guy. And then I was like, he turned them all into real guns. Oh no! Well, and I was like, evil. I like I know, but I didn't know, and I didn't like it. And then when he chimed in, well, he's like, oh, they're all gonna miss each other. There are no fatalities. Yeah, that's it's it'll be fine. Yeah, that, it's all right. It, was a redemption moment. We lost our face. So we have we have some people uh -oh. uh, talking about um, watching the the show, mm. which we can talk about um, without any spoilers because we haven't seen the show or read the second half of the book. Um, but but your, your dad said that the episodes follow like the days just like the book does. Yeah. So who's watching the show <laughs> and is it is it is it close to the book? Um, because we we have people saying that like. Now I only picture David Tennant as Crowley Crowley, um, which I kind of do too, because I I like David Tennant. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't even like Doctor Who, but I like David Tennant. Don't hurt me, Doctor <laughs> Who fans. I've seen enough of it. All the Who's down in Whoville are gonna come after you. The Who, the Whovians. Is that what they're called? Whovians. Is yeah. your, I'm sorry, I'm just double checking our, we've lost. I got Facebook yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. we don't have We're any comments. Going. Our YouTube hasn't updated either. I think it might be. That might be your computer. Yeah, I think I've um, lost the connection. Oh. I can still see stuff nope. going on on my phone. Look, <laughs> there you are, that. there we are. Um, just trying to pull these comments up so that we can keep up with what y'all are saying. So anyway, uh, if you've seen the show, chime in. Like. How, how, but how'd not they with spoilers. do? How'd they do? Is it good? Because we're going to watch it after we read the book. Um, so I guess in June, in July, we'll start. Well, no, we can start like next week because just read the well, second I half can't. of the book. Well, I can't. What? No, I'm going to finish the book like the day before the live stream or the morning of. Again. Again. Well, I want to go home and like finish the book now, but I still won't be able to watch the show because someone else hasn't finished the book. I feel your pain. So Thank Melissa you. Green says. I think I have to watch it by myself. Melissa Green says we the show is very close to the book. Woo. I really love how to do the show. Uh, Sasha says the show's pretty good. There's less details on Adam and the them. I love the them though. Yeah, like, they're such an interesting. They have such group. a weird dynamic. Okay. They're like, they make they make me remember what it's like to be that imaginative as a kid. Except when I imagined things, things didn't just happen. I didn't create Atlantis or make a nuclear power plant disappear. Which is so oh sort my of God, what happened. But the little, little the lemon drop being left there was such a fun little <laughs> yeah. touch. I loved that. But yeah. Uh, uh, there it is. Very close. Character appearance is a little different. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen is the guy's name. Michael Sheen is perfect. Are was perfect. Nods. That means yes. Um, <laughs> so that's good to know that they that they're pretty.
faithful. Yeah. Which is a good word to use when talking about good omens. Ha. Ha. <laughs> Did we harmonize? No. That was not good. Hey, Leanne's here. She made it. She Yay! commented and said that uh, she had to work until, until 8. So we hung on just long enough for you. <laughs> you drove fast. Maybe she's watching her car. Are you watching don't your watch car? Don't watch while you're driving. Just turn the volume up and don't look at us. So not safe. So if you're just catching up, the book is, is ADD oh, on the page. There's a lot of tangents. I don't, I don't like complications. I'm a simple person. Just get me from point A to point B, not from point A to point somewhere. Back to point oh, is B. It, is it working now? What are this doing? one is. The YouTube is. I'm, okay. I'm like sitting here just riffing while you figure out your computer I stuff. I just want to make sure that we're able to interact with everybody and we're, we're having some glitches right now. In our, uh, our Carrie says, thread. I felt like it lacked, it lacked a touch of Terry Pratchett in the show. Hmm. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I can see it being really hard to do his style in like video. But is it you got it working? I think so. Mine's, mine's been working this whole time. Although, Philip, I can't tell, but some of the stuff that you're saying looks like it might be past Saturday, so. <laughs> what? Just wait, because I don't understand this reference. Do you recall this? Lucas is saying what to me now? I don't know. He's pointing to everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I don't know if any of the folks here had any that oh. they wanted to chat about. Yeah, yeah. What, what, are you, what are your issues with the book? No, no. Don't <laughs> phrase it like that. Oh, my gosh. Is there something specific you would like to mention? Or both talk about. negative like... or positive that you loved about the book? I think if you don't enjoy She said, "I think I think if you don't," she said, "I think if you don't enjoy reading, you're not going to be as patient with the larger world." And okay, <laughs> fair point. But look, I do enjoy reading, and uh, because I, look, I just got a new book. <laughs> it's Star Trek: The Classic Episodes, and look how thick that is. And it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. It's got yeah. the silver silver pages and everything. As soon as it does, um, yeah. pictures of of the, the Enterprise crew in there. I enjoy this. That is, writing is so small. <laughs> I'm trying to Look how small the writing is. your horizons. Get it? I think get I just. It? Do you get it? No, I get it. Yeah, okay. no. Warp speed. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it, it frustrates, as a simple-minded person, <laughs> it, it frustrates me to be like, where am I now? I feel like like an old person like, <laughs> with dementia. And I'm like, ah, I just, where was I? And like short-term memory problems or something. Annotating as you read helps you follow it. It does what? Annotating as you read helps you follow it. See, I should start to do that. But then I feel like I'm doing schoolwork. I feel like I'm like taking notes and like studying for a test. So, and like. She said annotating as you read yeah. will help you follow it. Annotating. So... I, I, that's I shot a good it down, point, but that's, Adam. That's like a good idea. <laughs> we have another Adam chiming in. Hello, Adam Massey, who says, you have a great name. That is, that book is not Wheel of Time thick. So that's true. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 
it's not it's not the size that matters. <laughs> However, <laughs> if you can't um, so when you, when you, I have a question about annotating. When you annotate, when you read, do you do it in the book? I do. And like, what kind of stuff? What kind of stuff do you write? Oh, see, that's a good idea. I should do that. Because I wait, you write in the book? Yeah, I can't bring myself to do that. <laughs> so she writes in the book, and Talia's like having a heart attack right now. In the book? Yeah. Like on the pages? Yeah. Like. On sticky notes on the pages? <laughs> you do you. Don't listen to her. But where? How? In the margins and between the lines. But the margins are so tiny. Well, you get a thin pen. You're teeny tiny Get a thin pen. But like sticky notes. Sticky notes okay. help retain We're... the integrity of the book, but you can still do all the scribblies. You could even draw. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Uh, let's continue to talk about. I want to see what your handwriting looks good like. Good omens. Happens. Actually, another thing was the introduction was actually really hilarious. I thought, like my mom was reading it. She stole my book this last week <laughs> and like read it, so I couldn't read it. But um, she was laughing, and I figured out she was just reading the introduction, which I think that is a really, really good judge of like how funny this book is. So, for those that it was so a while go ago, go back and read the introduction if you didn't. Let's refresh. <clears throat> Refresh well, me okay. on the introduction. The things, it was like the, in the beginning, right? Yeah, like, one of the things they said was like they had no idea they were going to be writing the most repaired book in the world. Um, oh my God, I love the tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the anecdotes was that someone, it's not uncommon for you to get a tattoo, or excuse me, get a signature like at a book signing, mm -hmm. but it's not okay to pop off to the oh, yeah. tattoo <laughs> parlor that's like right around the corner and then come back and showing the <laughs> author like the puffed up uh, signature. Freshly like, tattooed. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You don't want to put that on someone. Like what if you accidentally like sneezed while you were signing and then your sneeze signature is on this person's body forever. <laughs> that's terrible. What? That's disgusting. <laughs> But I didn't mean like sneezing on the, I'm just not like your handwriting. I mean, but they were talking about how it's lost a lot, it's damaged a lot, there's people who drop it in the tub. There was the one person who, the whole book was comprised of loose leaf pages mm -hmm. and a gigantic plastic bag. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest, this is my copy and this is probably my like seventh copy. I always go and get a copy, like if I'm at a used bookstore. Uh, especially Second Charles, actually. And because uh, I know that I'm going to give this book away, I've probably gifted it to 10 or 12 people. Like, this is my, like, this number one. This is a gift from Christy. First gift. It is. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I see that yours exactly. is in pristine condition. Well, you know, I like, to keep, <laughs> I like to keep my books looking sharp and in mint condition. But there's a crease, like you were saying. There's yeah. a crease down but the spine. I, I read it. I'd really love to know from the audience, like, did you have this kind of situation? Like, how many books have you gone through? Or, like, how many have you gifted? Or, like, what happened to your book that was not great? That I did get a tiny bit of sand in mine when I was at the beach. But I, like, thoroughly was, like, opening every page and was like... <sighs> it didn't get wet. It was just a little bit of sand. And sand gets everywhere. You can't help it. <clears throat> yeah. And, Adam, I'm afraid you're the only one looking at the comments because our comments are Yeah, ours really are gone. Strong. Okay, so well, listen to this. Um, Alex, with a Y, A-L-Y-X, oh. says, this is not about what you just asked. We'll okay. get back to that. But this is important for Talia. They have these see-through Post-it notes that you can write on and use for annotating the book. 
What? They make see-through <laughs> post-it notes? Well, y'all changed her world. Apparently. So, uh, Whoever back just, to... Who, who back, commented that? Uh, Alex, Alex with, with a Y. A L Y X. Send the page a personal message, please, with the link to the translucent sticky notes. We're going to talk later. So, <laughs> Sasha says, I brought mine to the water park and, it, and got it wet, but it's fine. Oh. Is it, like, all ripply? <laughs> <laughs> the whole book. Marina the says... I have my original, but I had to storm a friend's house to get it back. That's fair. Okay. Um, Mi Michaela says, one of my favorites got candy on it, and an ex-best friend stole a huge <laughs> chunk of my books. Now, we've got a whole other story here. <laughs> uh, if we want, we want to talk what about tangents, we can talk about this ex-best friend of yours. That sounds like some drama. I did have a friend. I lent a book. I think this is the last time I lent a friend a book. <laughs> Sorry, um, and her her dog ate it. Oh, but no. she went she went and bought me a brand new. Copy. Well, what was it about? What was it that the great um, Admiral William Adama said about You're lending to books? Lend them without the expectation of getting them back. Lending books, and is that's a gift. why I don't lend books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why you should watch Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, so uh, David Stein says my first copy of Wheel of Time. Six was covered in oil, lol. Oh no! He's laughing it off. <laughs> uh. So I did. I actually had. I had first. I had the entire series in first edition paperbacks. Um, well, at that point in time, so I guess it was like the first eleven books, maybe, in first edition paperbacks. And I read them so much that the pages started to fall out. And yeah. once they started to fall out, and I could no longer keep them in order. That's when I started collecting them in hardback, and I kept them all pristine, and I don't let other people. Yes, Sean, everyone should watch Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> this is a t we're talking about tangents now. Don't get me started. No. Jay uh, says, hope the dog was okay. Uh, Alex with a Y says, my it first my copy book. is also an absolute mess. I've read it about 25 times once on a boat. My second copy is fine because I needed to have the copy with a zero fail on the cover. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, that's the one that I have. Um, uh, what is he sitting on? Michaela's talking about her uh, her uh, ex best friend drama. That's just his jacket. But I don't think the candy was red cream. What are y'all doing? They're just talking to themselves now. We were analyzing <laughs> so their wardrobe. Oh, ask ask everybody else. What's he sitting on? Yeah, is that his jacket? It looks like he's sitting on like a weird baguette. Well, Crowley's definitely on his jacket, on the, the white one. Well, then... Definitely. Mm -hmm. But, but it doesn't look like he's sitting on it. He's wearing a jacket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, more comments here. Sean found the translucent stickies on Amazon. Mm. Um, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Moore's copy of It by Stephen King is held together with packing tape. Oh, no. The good news is that the cover is now waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a thread uh. with a group and, and everyone can post their... What's yeah. the worst? What's yeah, if you if you join our our group, the Literarily Wasted Lounge, um, we might we might make this like a poll where you get to fill in your own answers. What's what happens <laughs> to your book? There should be like a jillion it's options on that. Yeah, just a I'd photo love to thread. see people's like most held together book. He's leaning on his wings. He's like, leaning I, back I, on his wings, but like his backside and his lower back is on something else. It's very stuck, important. Um, this is very important discussion points. I got points. stuck in Atlanta for six hours, and that's where I read most of my books. 
That must um, have been terrible. And I thought, well, I thought, I, oh, Chris, Christy was with I me. I was there. Not, <laughs> <laughs> she was connecting, I was connecting. But um, I appreciated Crowley because I was like, I thought of him immediately. I was like, oh, this is his doing. He's, he's making everyone a little bit late by a few hours to just... Oh, do yes. Little, so you... Do his little deeds. That's a great point. That was really funny. Um, highway, I... I Yes, the highway, I and in the beginning when that. the Duke of Hell is like, oh, you know, we corrupted a priest, and these are the these are the souls that we have turned. And Crowley's like, I turned everybody's phone off for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, but true, that's true. Everyone would be losing it. Like, as is, I can't see what y'all are saying anymore. I'm so sorry. And just, <laughs> like, it's terrible, and it's like, Yes, do you corrupt one soul or do you push an entire city a little bit down a ramp? No, I, I like those parts. Those are those are parts that I could understand and <laughs> they made me laugh. And that is my report. I am really, really looking forward to seeing how you feel about this book once you're done reading it. So that's that's gonna be interesting because like I said, I don't hate the book. I hate that it goes on so many tangents and it makes me feel like I missed a lot of things, which I definitely did. Um, but now I feel like everything's coming together. The story, and I'm, I'm actually interested in what happens now. Like they've, they've slipped enough nuggets of plot in there amongst the stuff that I just couldn't care less about, even if it's trying to make me laugh, um, that I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about Atlantis. Let's talk about Atlantis. He brought, just, it, he brought it up. I'm kind it. of, I don't really know how I feel about the prospect of this child who has no clue that he has these incredible powers because he was raised by a family that he was not supposed to be raised by. A normal um, family. Yes. So he has no clue who he really is. He has no clue what he's capable of. And now these insane things are happening around the world. And he doesn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, he's too busy playing pretend and, and not, like, reading things because he can he can come up with better stuff. Like, right now it's in a place of innocence, but, my God, it's terrifying. <clears throat> I also feel like, you know, we've seen other parts of the world, other parts of the area, and these things are happening, and people are really calm about it. Atlantis yeah. just came, up, like, out of nowhere, and... Like we, we go to um, Newton Newton's little section and they're like, Oh yeah, this stuff happened and he's like, Ah, eh, not witchcraft though. That's yeah, no. yeah. that's not like a thing. A new continent just popped up in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <clears throat> Everybody's pretty calm about the fact that Atlantis just resurfaced and then the, the, is the lady casting spells? Witch. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of their play, the them yeah. I thought the Spanish Inquisition was going to go a lot darker than it did. So I was really happy that that like stayed really light. Yeah, cuz they're all loving and <laughs> and I get nervous with <laughs> Oh my god. So Wileski. I read it on TV. Doctor Who was good. <laughs> oh That's a glowing review. Um Okay, but I have to be honest, one of my favorite little threads thus far, although there's a lot to choose from because I love, I'm loving this book so far. Um, dog. Yeah. Oh, that I love that because I, I, love, I love dogs. This <laughs> snarling 
hellhound that's like drooling poison and all of this stuff and he's watching these children and then he's like I think it'd be a little dog Boop. <laughs> I'd be like maybe he'd have a wonky ear Boop. <laughs> I'd be like and his name would be dog and so the naming is the purpose right like yeah. if he had named him murder then oh. yeah but he named him Dog, and a dog's purpose, that's a movie, I think, the dog's purpose is just to follow you and love you and be happy and wag its tail all the time. So you have this crazy hellhound that is bound to the Antichrist, and it is just like, yeah. But I also love that his mentality changed. He was like, he thought about sniffing the bone or whatever. Yeah. It was pleasant. He's like, wait, wait, no, I'm supposed to be like a murderous hellhound. Yeah, and he I was did, like, I, did love I thought about chasing that car. Oh my god, in the horseshoe, when he tries to go remember, into the cottage and it has like the protective oh. horseshoe charm over the door. And so the, the hellhound dog is supposed to be following his master and doing as he's told. And Adam says, come into the house, but he can't, he's barred. So I'm interested to see if I was, I want to know what happened. Is that just like a good, like a protective thing like he couldn't have gone in because of the horseshoe I didn't, like what happened I didn't associate it with the horseshoe really but it burned remember when he went into the house it said that the horseshoe like burned yeah, white it caught on hot. fire or like something and it said it burned a little bit of the hell out of him a little bit more yeah, yeah. More he's a good boy he's now he's a good doggy he's a good boy <laughs> i want a hellhound uh, not really i just want a dog that actually we have a dog but I want one that listens to me and does what you tell it to. That'd be well, nice. you should be the Antichrist, and that apparently that happens. Well, maybe that. I am. Well, okay. All right. Uh, Melissa says, when you watch the show, some of those details will make sense, even parts that she, she didn't realize had meaning. So good. I'll look forward to watching. Yeah. That'll be like my version of rereading the, the book when we're all no, done. No, that's not the same thing. I'm going to read the whole book, but then yeah, I'll watch are, the show. Yeah, you are, because we have to talk about it. Get everything. Um, and now they're talking about how small dogs are terrible, and I hate you all. Stop using the word hate. Dogs are the best. I have a tiny dog. It's more like a teddy bear. Well, your dog is adorable. That barks. Yeah, Michelle says the horseshoe was completely tied to dog. See, I want to know, does it, don't tell me. Does it come back up? But don't tell me. Don't I just want to know. Don't but, like, ask. don't answer the question. You'll, you'll find out. I'm going to find soon. out. We've got, we've got a whole second half of the book okay. coming up. Speaking of... Yes. No, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the horseshoe is to protect the house from evil, says Melissa. Yes. Jay says steel horseshoes yeah, were like good. Good, good oh, luck in keeping evil that. out just, of the house. Missed that part. I, I got that. that. It's a yeah. It's a British thing. Is it? I no, it's not. <laughs> You're wrong. I've, I have I have definitely heard of that being done here. I mean, not like here, here, but here. Okay. See? Well, maybe I am. So, um, we've just got we've just got about less than five minutes left on uh, on the live stream. So we've got some important things to talk about before we go. Yeah. Um, yes, like, we do. What is Let July's book going to be? Wait, I'm double checking. Even though, I mean, I know what it is. We're gonna we're gonna call the poll. Hold on. Right I'm, now. I'm up to, in I just, just a few to seconds. To make sure, I'm double checking, and unless like 25 people, unless like 25 people voted during this live stream for only one book in particular, which they didn't. did not. Throw then, up the graphic. 
And How long do I have to do this? Yay! Boom. Okay. It's wool. Dun, 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 dun. Joe Lye's book, which if you're a super fast reader. You could probably get, I'm not. If you're a super fast reader and you have already finished Good Omens and you want to have a head start, that's fine. You can do that. But we're not going to talk about it until July, so just yeah, so, hold it all in. So read slowly. And we'll announce <laughs> where the halfway point is yes. later in a post. Yeah, so we're going to, we'll make a video that announces the book proper. Halfway. And uh, y'all are just special because you tuned in for the live stream. Um, and uh, so, so we'll, <laughs> it, we're really excited about wool. All these books are good. Um, yeah, if you haven't read Ready Player One, that was the runner-up. Go yes. read it. It's really, or maybe really we'll good. choose it for another month. That's true. Honestly, Ready Player One was so popular as the second choice. It really was like neck and neck for a minute. Yeah. Um, we might bring it back for an additional Poll. month. We might see. We might throw that back in later. So, so don't lose hope. Just because we're not reading it right this second doesn't mean we're not going to read it. Um, so if you need to get wool, which you do, um, know that you can go to Second and Charles and tell them that you're in our book club and you will get 20% off of your copy, new or used, so that you are ready and you have it with you. Take it with you everywhere and just always have it ready to read, but not in traffic. Yes. Don't read in traffic. Don't read in traffic. That's a bad idea. We're just driving in general. So, actually. we've got we've got the second <laughs> half <Okay>. of Good <laughs> Omens to look forward to. Our next live discussion is on June 26th. Yes. Same time, same place. Unless you want to go watch it on a friend's couch instead of your own couch. But, you know, your computer, same place. Yeah. So, so tune in on June 26th. And we also want to give a super special thanks to Second and Charles. Yay, for having us, you. letting us shoot in your store and disrupt all these <laughs> things that are going on here. Thanks to special uh, Second and Charles. If you if you come buy your book of Second and Charles, you get twenty percent off mm -hmm. discount. Just tell, say you're with us. Yep. Literarily wasted. And then take a selfie with your book, tag us, literarily wasted, so that we can see what you're doing, see what you're reading. So if you've stopped at Saturday in Good Omens like I have, and like Talia <laughs> has, did. and like Lucas is about to, um, <laughs> you're now free to read the rest of the book. Yay! And uh, we'll come back and... But do not post... <laughs> <laughs> do not post... Hold on. Poist! Do not post spoilers in the group. We will talk about all of it on June 26th. Please be considerate to our fellow members who may not read as quickly as the rest of us. I read so slow. Lucas is even slower. <laughs> but we'll get there. That's fine. So from all of us here at Literarily Wasted and Second and Charles, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us for this inaugural live stream. And we're so excited to see all of y'all slash talk to all of y'all again in two weeks. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope you had fun. I hope y'all had fun. Um, we're going we're gonna to constantly be evolving this and improving it as we go. So this is just the beginning. So stick around. It's going to be an awesome time. Just a literarily wasted good time. Yeah. Let's get lit. Let's get lit. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us. Signing off. Bye. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Are we out?